Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Sophia Renee here. Welcome to Sovereign Self. Today we are talking to Kristen Blecky. She's a transformational coach and speaker and bringing people into direct alignment with their higher self to awaken and live their soul purpose. She brings in the information through her clear intuitive channeling gifts to create precise, effective, and thorough guidance healing, and transformation. Kristen helps people harmonize all aspects of their life with their purpose and create a healthy lifestyle to establish a strong foundation in mind, body, and spirit to support their soul. With her strong ability to bridge the spiritual with the physical, she initiates you into a deeper relationship with your intuition, innate gifts, and gives clear steps to living the meaningful life you desire and are destined to live. Kristen is passionate about clean living, enjoying nature, and being a conscious mama to a toddler. Welcome to Sovereign Self, Kristen. It's so good to have you here with me. Thank you, Sophia Renee. It's a pleasure to be here. So, as usual, I would like to start with your backstory because mm. we see you here as this wonderful, empowered, enlightened, energy, light working. <laughs> person and I know that's not where any of us start. So take us back to the beginning. What was it like before? Ah, what was it like before? That's always the story. So as a child, you know, I had a lot of innate feelings and abilities that I was really able to nurture and see what was going on in reality besides what we think is going on in reality. <laughs> and I have to say a lot of it was really confusing for me and I didn't quite know what to make of it. And especially in my upbringing, it wasn't really clear to me how to navigate what I was experiencing. I didn't have a lot of support. Uh, I didn't feel comfortable even speaking to what I was experiencing. So I feel like I just pushed it away, just kind of watched it. But where I found refuge was in nature. So I could really experience it in nature. So I'd spend a lot of time outside, but not really engaging with it or really engaging with anybody else with it. And it was really challenging, um, especially going into school. You know, this is when I was, I'm talking about when I was really little. And now going into school, it was even more <laughs> challenging and confusing because I couldn't really make out why people were behaving they were, why they were behaving. It felt so unnatural to me. It felt really uncomfortable. And especially going into, I was in private school and Catholic school. And then, you know, I had that background of being, <laughs> going to Catholic church and all the teachings of that, that were, seemed really conflicting to what I was experiencing. So it just really created a, a twist inside of myself, you know, inside of my mind, inside of my emotions. Yeah. And I, then. Sure, it does. I find Catholicism really interesting because they have this really, what do I want to say, straight-laced aspect, and then they have the walking right next to it, this mystical experience mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And if you get into the mystical track, it's not nearly as challenging as if you're stuck in the one that's like really 3D. Completely, yeah. And I didn't really have, uh, what do you want to call it, academic or book experience with the mystical until I was older. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, re, I recall being in church and I would just stare at the stained glass windows and the symbols and they spoke to me, but I didn't really quite still understand what they meant because we were never really taught what they were, what they meant. And so that's what I would do in church is I would just, stare, you know, really just be with the saints and the pictures and then, and the stained glass and all the symbols. And and then I didn't really understand why people that went to church behaved the way they did. Because going into school, most of the people that I went to school with, even in, when I switched from private school to public school, I saw in Catholic church or knew that, you know, they were going to some church. And I, and I was bullied when I switched to a public school. And it was very traumatizing for me. It was because I was very inward. I was kind of, I was quiet. And I didn't understand why 
walking to school on the way there and on the way back and in school, I was made fun of most of the time, you know, I had to endure it walking to school. That's how, how my day started, basically, yeah. was people following behind me and calling me names and then being in school, experiencing it. And I had a couple friends and and one, a couple that I've actually, which I've endured with and are, I'm still friends with, and I'm really grateful for their presence in my life to have that experience, to, to know what a true friend is, but still still not really understanding people <laughs> because of that kind of receiving that kind of behavior. And honestly, what was really, I think, most challenging for me is the confusion of that type of violence. I really got angry. I got really angry and I got really vengeful and I ended up becoming a bully myself. Mm. And it was, I really didn't understand why I was doing it, but I also felt like I needed some outlet for what I was feeling and I didn't feel like I had the support in my community or my home to really share what I was experiencing. And, and then as that went on, I, and I went to high school and when I was in high school, I really kind of stepped back and I really realized that my behavior was not feeling good to me. <laughs> you know, I mean, I didn't like receiving it and I surely did not want to be doing that to somebody else anymore. And in high school, I really started just observing people mm-hmm. and witnessing, you know, what it was like for others to be who they were. And I still wasn't really comfortable with engaging because of the drama and, the, you know, just the weird stuff that happens in high school, you know, <laughs> with all the, you know, <laughs> yeah. This is, so I just, I just stepped back. I really didn't engage a whole lot. And... But as I was doing that, I really started feeling myself come alive more. I really started feeling myself wanting to express myself and to be me, but I still didn't know who I was and what I wanted to be expressing. Yeah. But so in the friends that I did have were really, you know, they were good people, but I just didn't really feel, you know, any sort of coherence with them anymore as I was going into this deeper part of myself. and so I started doing yoga, started some meditation, you know, I was really paying attention to health and, you know, became vegetarian and kind of became a, you know, an activist in, in environmentalism and, and diet. And, and I chose that type of peer group to be with that were also having those same types of mindsets and behaviors. And that really helped me go, wow, okay. I'm really starting to get to know myself deeper and deeper and that I truly care and I can nurture and I can, you know, understand this earth a little bit better by how I'm treating my body and how I'm, how I'm moving through this world. And, and by being, and always being in nature, that was like the biggest part that really helped me was being in nature because of its solace, the quietude, the experience. And then, you know, I did go through a bit of a party mode and, (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> kind of obligatory in yeah, obligatory. Can, can um, I pause you in your party moment for a moment? Please, I'd please. like to rewind back to the moment when oh. you said, you know what, I think I'm done with this bullying thing. Was there a specific oh. event or a realization that kind of like clicked that light for you? Yeah, that's a good question. Um <sighs> It was really uh, when I went from, so what happened was, is I went from private school to public school, and then because of the traumatic experience I had in public school, I went back to private school for junior high for seventh and eighth grade. And I still was having a lot of violent tendencies and being really uncomfortable in myself. And it wasn't, so when I got out of that school and I finished that, we were going to high school, which was public again, there was something inside of me that was just going through, okay, here's a big shift. I'm going to be going to a school back with those people that I experienced this bullying with, that I was, you know, the people that bullied me. Right. And it really brought up a lot of those memories and a lot of that triggered the emotion of what it felt like. And I realized, wow, I don't, that be, it just is not resonant with me, that behavior, that mm-hmm. feeling, that experience. And I wanted to go into high school with a fresh perspective of myself and of others. And even though I was still really repressed from that trauma and from my feeling angry and violent, 
I just wanted to go in and just witness and just see. So it was really just that shift of knowing that I was going to be going back and facing those people again um, <laughs> that really, really hurt me in, a, you know, in some really deep ways. So uh, that, was, that was the shift for me in that, in that respect. Yeah. Yeah. That's a wonderful self-awareness that went, you went through in that process. I really salute yeah. you for that. that. That's a hard thing for even someone in their 40s to do, let alone somebody who's still in their early teen years. Well, thank you for that witness because I don't, if even just now I didn't even realize that it was such, um, you know, an observation, a, a deeper observation and being present, you know, with my experience. It just seemed the natural thing to do at the time but yes I hear you (laughs) that way of being is definitely challenging um even to this day sometimes for myself so yeah yeah and it was through it was through engagement with people that I started to really resonate with that I was felt more and more comfortable to express who I was and to express skills that I had and, and the innate intuition and, um, and openness to reality. I felt like I had a much op- more open mind than a lot of the people around me. You know, I was willing to engage in reality in a way that I really wanted to know it. I didn't want to set limits on myself based on who people were and how they were and what they did and what they looked like. I really just wanted to experience everything in a more full way. And, and then um, I moved to California when I was about uh, 19, 20. And I ended up, I just went with a backpack. I was just, I traveled across the country and ended up in California on someone's suggestion (laughs) that (laughs) California would be a good place for me based on, you know, my mindset and how I was. And so I did. And I plopped myself down in California with not knowing where I was going to live, what I was going to be doing, and ended up living with some people that had been living a spiritual life for many decades. And it really supported me in diving into that part of myself. And even though they weren't teaching me anything, it was just how they lived. It was just their presence. And they had a farm that I was working on, and it was a very nurturing place. I was outside in nature working with food and plants all day, and then I was just supported by watching them and how they engaged with life. And through that, I started having awakenings. Like my, you know, as, as we call it, the kundalini energy started to rise. My chakras started to open. I started having all these visions, and I started being able to see what was going on with people health-wise in their bodies and how it was working and the causes and the solutions. And, and so I started taking classes on it to understand it more. And I started doing medical intuitive work and energy healing. And then what came to me was my own modality of how I worked, mm-hmm. um, how it wanted to flow through me. And yet I was still experiencing some of that residual repression of myself and my voice and my skills. And so I didn't really embark on that journey real too deeply like I didn't start a practice or anything I would just do it with friends and here and there and uh, I did a lot of world travel uh, which I now know kind of did so I didn't have to settle down and engage you know truly and deeply in myself and and through that um, I finally did settle down and um, met a friend who, you know, we slowly became closer and closer, and we started a bit. We started to uh, build a business together, and through that, we we ended up living together and becoming, um, you know, partners. I was partners with this man with a business, and in that experience, I was really faced with myself. Uh, there was no holds bar on any kind of feedback on my issues. Let's put it that way. I was faced with. <laughs> and you couldn't take your backpack and run away. <laughs> no, not at all. And it was very profound. It was extremely challenging. Like part of myself wanted to run the whole time. I was one foot in and one foot out the whole full ta- whole time. But I was also willing over a period of time to work on myself and to understand 
what it's really like to relate to myself in this world and how my behaviors are in this world. I mean, he was a mirror to me in a way that uh, I'm very grateful for. I'm just very grateful for, even though at the time I hated him. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that very candidly. I'm I'm open about that. Um, But I loved him also. And so I was willing to stick with it and learn about myself and learn business. And so I was faced with learning business learning about myself, learning about how to really truly be in relationship. And, um, but even though our business was good and lucrative, I was also unsatisfied. I was not using my innate skills and my talents and I just yearned, I really deeply yearned to know why I was here and why I had those gifts and I wanted to use them in the world and to really help with the healing of the world and people. And through some challenges that we faced, I decided to leave him and leave the business, and this is in 2013, when um, I just really knew that I had to know. I had to know. I had to leave that situation so I could fully explore me and my purpose and really what was what I could offer the world. And... Um, and I love that. And I want to just pause you right here because thank you. Yeah. About this after we come back from our commercial break. We've got that coming up right now. So hang with us, hang tight, and we will be back and pick up Kristen's story right after our commercial sponsors. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get Amplified. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Financial freedom and money are subjects that many people are uncomfortable discussing. These don't have to be. Listen for Money, Mindset, and Love with Thomas DeShooter. We're all about sharing ideas with tips, amazing guests, and input from you, the listeners. It's time to dream big and help each other reach our goals. Not only will you get closer to financial freedom, but you'll learn more about spirituality, work-life balance, and empowerment. Listen live Thursdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Influencers. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back from the break. We're here talking to Kristen Blecky about her uh, process to finding herself and finding her purpose. And uh, we would like to pick that story up just after I share with you that you can communicate with us on Facebook at Sophia Renea, or Kristen can be found on Facebook at Margot.Blecky, that's B-I-E-L. E-C-K-I, and we would love to hear your comments. We are currently uh, co-streaming onto Facebook, and so if you wish to see our happy, shiny faces, you can go to the Transformation Space on Facebook and see that. 
So, Margo, you had uh, left the business, left the relationship, and taken your son out into the great wide world to find your purpose. So, tell us, how did it go? Yeah, well, actually, my son wasn't with us at that time. Oh, This was before the son, yeah. Oh, um, my goodness. Actually, what happened was, is as I was moving out, um, I found out I was pregnant. Uh-huh. And it turned out to be an ectopic pregnancy. And oh. so I had emergency surgery and, you know, that was, that was pretty traumatic for me. But I was just in the space of like, okay, I'm just surrendering to what is, you know. And um, especially since I was leaving the situation, it, it all just was not happening. And that's, that's you know, that's kind of like what I felt like what I was setting up. And, but I was still confused. I wanted to know. I wanted to delve deeper. And I wanted to know why that happened, why I was choosing what I was choosing and where I was going. And so I actually decided to um, have a hypnotherapy session with someone who did quantum th- hypnotherapy, uh, a teaching of Dolores Cannon. That's who I wanted to go to. Quantum different from regular regular hypnotherapy. I've never done regular hypnotherapy, so I can't tell you. But the <laughs> sessions, I'll, I'll t- say really fast, in quantum hypnotherapy, they take you through uh, past life experiences and to learn from whatever wants to come up in those past life experiences and then leads you through a death of one to where they then ask to talk, talk to your subconscious. And then they ask any questions that you gave them beforehand to talk directly to your subconscious. And that's why I wanted to go because I wanted to have that direct experience. And so answers from the source by God. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so what happened, um, very fascinating was when the practitioner asked to talk to my subconscious her higher self came through me to talk to her. <laughs> oh, well, isn't that a switch? <laughs> Did you get a discount? <laughs> yeah, so, so, and then during that, after they gave her information, Archangel Metatron came through and asked us to work together to work in assisting the awakening of the new earth. And gave us some detailed instructions. Wow. Talk about your unexpected outcome. (laughs) You went in with an expectation of, okay, just tell me why I'm here and what I'm doing. (laughs) Oh, it's a whole different level of why I'm here and what I'm doing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so afterwards, you know, we had this exchange of like, oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. So, and being who she was, she was like, let's do this. And I was like, okay, let's do this. And so... That was 2013, and to this day, we still work together. And after that, we were just led through several sessions, and even they guided us to travel certain places, which we did to do work with the earth, and um, did a lot of activations with us, really getting our minds and our bodies and our souls ready to really embark on our path of our purpose. And so it's been a fascinating six years. And through that, um, you know, it's developed into them asking me to, you know, to work in certain ways throughout these past six years. Like first we started off working with people together, her and I leading them through a, a healing session in a certain manner. And then we had some ground with that. And then we decided that and through guidance, it wasn't working anymore. They sent us to Bali. (laughs) And we, yeah, and we had an incredible experience of information. We did like a session almost every day of them bringing through like me as the channel and her listening and experiencing everything that they brought through, like the activations and the healings and everything. But I was the one, the conduit of the information. And so we did this for like three weeks um sit in bali going to different places in bali and actually working with the land in bali as well to work with the grid lines of the earth so they were initiating us into the multi-dimensional reality and seeing how it functions the crystalline grid network of the earth and how that functions and then the crystal crystalline grid network of the whole of the universe and the galaxy and the planets so it was just like it's been just this incredible ride into our reality into their true reality. Yeah. And the the backstage framework of our reality. I mean, so many of us walk through life 
seeing the surface, right? Yeah. The house, it's a tree, it's a street, it's a whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounds like you've had a a peek behind the stage curtain, so to speak. Oh, yeah. The set rigging and everything. Oh, yeah. In a, in a profound way. I mean, actually taking me to these dimensions and seeing like who resides there and who's actually working with those dimensions. And then from that, um, Melchizedek has come through and I work with Melchizedek and I work with the Pleiadians and the Lyrians and the Syrians and the Arcturians. You know, it's like whoever is here to support us and any individual that comes to me um, I work with the Intergalactic Council, the Galactic Council, you know, just all these different multi-verse, multi-dimensional functions. And it's been, it's always, it's just been extremely profound and fascinating to also relate it to how our body functions and to get really into the health of our body. And so they've led us through how to treat our bodies to become these light beings, truly, to truly embody this multi-dimensional reality with our DNA. And so we've been working on that uh, pretty, pretty profoundly, um, learning how our mitochondria function, you know, it's just, it's down to the minute into the bigger picture uh, so that we can also guide people to actually knowing how to truly embody their true nature. And see, that's what we're doing. We're really getting into our true nature, who we really are as a being, who this plant, how this planet really functions and how we're really to relate to our outside world. And really, it's an inner experience. Everything that we are is from within inside of us. And everything that we're capable of doing on the outside of us really comes from within. I mean, that's been the message for, you know, eons from all our <laughs> prophets and sages. <laughs> and what was really nice now is to actually get the how and how it all functions. And so... So back to your story. Yeah, my story. You had been working with the hypnotist, um, Mm -hmm. partnering with her for many years, and then you Mm -hmm. all parted ways. What was the next sign on your path for where you were supposed to go? Good question. Yeah, so I was living in California at the time that we had our session, and that happened. And so... Ah, after that, I stayed in California for some time within, you know, taking travels. And then um, during one of our sessions, we were guided to go to Colorado. Mm. And they told us that we needed to go there to help with some aspect of, you know, the earth and the grid lines and that we'd be shown things once we went there. And they, I, I'm able to come up with a map. I can see a map in my head, and they pinpoint where to go. And I also do this with other people to know people's aligned geography, location of where they are most aligned to be on this planet. And so I saw where it was. We looked on a map. We saw the town, and we planned a, uh, planned a trip there, uh, this woman and I. And so we went (laughs) and had some really amazing aligned experiences there with meeting certain people. And through our trip there, we actually um, uh, purchased a piece of land on the spot where they guided us to go to. Wow. And yeah, yeah. And there, and this was in um, near the Rockies in the San Luis Valley of Colorado, Um, And it's just very, it's known for the phenomena that happens there with um, UFOs and, you know, all sorts of um, supernatural phenomena. And, uh, And in the Rockies there, it's a very sacred place. And we worked very closely with Mount Blanca and the surrounding mountains. And so after that, you know, we both went back to California, our respective homes, and still continue to work together. And we had this land out there and we, and she, being industrious as she is, was like, I'm moving there, you know. Okay. <laughs> so she picked up and moved to Colorado and um, the, the land that we had was raw and she ended up living. And I ended up having some healing around the partnership that I was in and um, was actually back in relationship with this man. Oh. And then our son came into the world. Wow. Isn't yeah, that it is. It was a really profound turnaround of experiences. Of uh, I didn't really uh, 
see that coming, but I knew that a child wanted to come through us. Earlier on in our relationship, I knew a child wanted to come through us. And at that time in the challenge, it didn't happen. And so we just kind of rerouted (laughs) and came back around to it. And during my pregnancy, you know, I was doing a lot of this channeling and a lot of this work while um, before he was conceived, while he was, you know, while he was in the womb. And Archangel Michael came to me, well, during about five months into the pregnancy and told me that an aspect of him was coming through and his name was Isaiah Hmm. and told me Isaiah's purpose and our role together and, and that. And so now, you know, I have this being (laughs) that I'm raising in this conscious way and knowing this higher purpose of our time together on this planet, which has been really, has been really profound. And so he's, he's four now. It brings a whole different dimension into motherhood. (laughs) It sure does. It sure does. I mean, we're responsible for them on so many levels, but now it's like, wow, now it's like responsible on a much deeper level of knowing the purpose of this young being in my life and how to cultivate and guide and be a presence and an example of that for him. So, um, and when he was very young, I took him to Colorado and we traveled and he got to at, at a young age experience what it was like. And I've traveled a lot with him. And then of course, through several challenges in relationship, (laughs) um, I have left and come back a couple of times through, um, this relationship with this man, with his father. And, um, I just feel like I'm really guided to go where I need to go in the moment. And I follow that guidance. And that is one of the things that has been really um, significant for me in doing this work and being guided by them is I, I really listen and I follow because now that I know when I listen and I follow, that whole new world's open up mm-hmm. for me and in my life. Absolutely. So I know you're no longer in California. So what has mm-hmm. kind of moved and rearranged you now? <laughs> yeah. So um, at Last year, I actually lived in Crestone, Colorado, which is north of where we have our land, which is just kind of being held in sacred purpose and sacred space right now without having any um, specific use on it. And I was just guided to go there, and I felt really, I really received the information just to stop and receive And I did a lot of work with the inner beings of the mountains there. I did a lot of work with, um, you know, just more of the natural and supernatural realms that exist there to work with the awakening, the real deep shifts that are happening right now with the earth and with our universe. And then it really came to me that we, it was time to really be a family. And so I'm in, I'm in Arkansas now with, with his father and we're, you know, together in this space to be with our son and just really getting ready to embark on deepening my work with people in the world. And that's, that's the next phase of my life now that <laughs> I have this grounding in this space on a very natural, beautiful piece of land um, to really bring a, a, a vision that I had many years ago that had to do with my purpose that I didn't realize at the time into fruition, into manifestation. So um, it's, it all just comes around for so full circle, you know, really trusting, you know, the process um, has really, uh, go ahead. I I was going to ask, I know it's always interesting. People talk about, oh, my intuition and I got a nudge and I was given the information. How Mm -hmm. do you discern between what's your ego mind making plans and trying to decide to do things and what is the intuitive higher self aspect of your being? Sure. Yeah. The intuitive higher aspect is in the beginning, I just kind of heard the voice Mm -hmm. and it wasn't, and I would listen sometimes and sometimes I wouldn't listen, but the way I can discern it now between that and my ego really is it's a feeling. It's a, it's just a knowing my ego wants to figure it out. You know, it's mind, it's head, it's 
you know, it's body, you know, I feel all yes. sometimes constricted and, and the drivenness the, to it. Yeah. 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 And the voice of intuition of guidance is just pure. It's just real. It's subtle. You know, it's, it's very specific. It's very real yet. It, it, it's coming from me, but it's coming from a deeper part of myself rather than just thoughts or mind, you know? And so I hear it and feel it and see it. So I, I get it on all these different <laughs> realms, you know, that I get to experience the information coming through. And a lot of times it happens when I'm meditating or I'm in that space of wanting to know in inquisition, you know, in inquiry to actually receive the answer. So it's really a state of presence, mm. you know, and I allow myself to have that state of presence more and more to let go of my mind, to let go of the idea that I have to figure it out, that I have to navigate this from my ego or from a lower, you know, lower quote, unquote, part of myself. Um, <laughs> a very different vibration, I know, in my, very, yeah. in my own experience. I can tell that it's different because when my ego talks, I've got all of the, what, how to put it, all of the emotional response and the fear and the anticipation mm -hmm. of that happening mm -hmm. when my mm -hmm. higher self talks is neutral. It's, it's neutral. Just, well, here's the information. It's neutral. It's peaceful. Now I may react to that information. <laughs> <laughs> but when it yeah. arrives, <laughs> there's none of that other stuff. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. Yeah, that's I, I, that's a beautiful description of how it comes in and how it's different from the ego. Yep, that's that's true and neutral. Very neutral. It's just information. Yeah, it's just information. And yeah, we can react to it, receive it, apply it, you know, however, we still have choice, right? We still push have the it, choice. Push it away, shove it in the that. <laughs> no way, not doing that. It never works out well. <laughs> in my experience, that never works out well. And that's exactly why I follow it now, you know, very closely, because if I don't, I know, you know, quote unquote, the consequences, the results that I want in my life are not going to take place as easily, smoothly, wonderfully <laughs> as if I pay attention. <laughs> if I pay attention. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. looking forward to hearing from you about how you've stepped into your soul purpose and helping other people find theirs. But it is time yeah. for us to go to break and hear from our commercial sponsors. So hang in with us and we will be back shortly. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero. Inspiring, problem-solving, and informing. Packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in every week to the Voice America Influencers Channel for The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes. It's all about what's happened in the past that determines the future. Everyone has their up moments and their down moments. The pendulum is always swinging between the victories and the pitfalls in our lives. But each of these serves as success points that we learn from and move forward. Listen for The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Sustainable success 
is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us. We appreciate you listening to our sponsors. It really helps us to continue to have the show on the air. So we appreciate you for that. Uh, If you would like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn as Zofia Renea Morales. That's Z-O-F-I-A-R-E-N-N-E-A-M-O-R-A-L-E-S. And uh, I do not see a LinkedIn for Kristen, but you can find her on Instagram if you're an Instagrammer, at awakened underscore soul underscore health. So we are back, and I'd like to get a little bit more into the work that you're doing now, Kristen. Mm. Um, And I know for myself, (laughs) one of the funniest things with my awakening, I, I was at the doctor's office, and I was telling him that he had to make me well, because I have to fulfill my purpose. And I had no idea where that came from. Because up to that point, I'd have told you I had no purpose whatsoever in life. And so it kind of spun my head around a little bit when that popped out. So wow. talk to me a little bit about how you, what's the sole purpose? How does that show up for people besides blurting it out to their doctor? <laughs> well... <laughs> I think it can show up in many ways, you know, for people just like you blurting it out, like, whoa, it just popped (laughs) through your subconscious into your conscious. Here we go, you know. Popped out Um, there. (laughs) (laughs) Others, you know, I think that sole purpose really is who we really are. It's who we really are, our true nature, the function, the agreement that we actually came into this life with. So, you know, I can get into that backstory a little bit of, you know, before we come into this body, the soul animates this body, we create our contracts, our agreements for this life, what we're willing to do in this life, and who, what relationships we're going to have, all of that, and that's all a part of our purpose. And so when we start to recognize that we have a purpose at some point in our life through either that deep inner calling, like something, there's something more, I I have something to give, I have something to share, I really want to receive, or we start hearing, you know, from our guides, you know, we start having people show up in our life to bring us the information to show us. Um, We start getting invited to do things. (laughs) previously considered we might do (laughs) exactly yeah and you know for me you know just from me as a child and having those things you know this other experience of this reality and then really coming into it later in life and then being asked by you know archangel metatron to deepen my experience with my gifts in this world and to specifically, you know, work with the awakening of the earth, you know, as, as, as we all shift up in vibration to the spiritual age that we're in, um, my work, I do a lot of the work is kind of like on my own in my meditation, actually. I'm taking, I'm taking places, I'm taken into the earth, I'm taken to the crystalline grid networks, and I specifically work with shifting of the frequency and stabilizing the frequency and and then helping souls cross over that haven't crossed over yet you know so that this we can clean things up basically <laughs> um i get to 
Yeah, I get to see the programs that have been laid overlaid on this planet and on ourselves, on our minds, on our bodies, and how to shift those. And so I see a lot of this, I get to do a lot of this work on my own time and my meditation. And then my other work that I'm doing with people is to really facilitate their knowing of their soul purpose you know, allow them to get more in touch with their intuition, with their guidance, with who they are, to really come into a healthy state of being in their body, uh, to support really bringing in the frequency of who they are. Exactly. And also, yeah, and life design. So if, yeah. if there's a listener out there going, you know, I do feel like I have a purpose, but I really have no clue what it is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What are what are the steps that you recommend that they take to begin to connect with and uncover and identify what that purpose is? Sure, yeah. The one biggest thing that I know that really creates the space is to dedicate yourself to your soul pur- purpose, whether you know it or not. So what and does that look like? I mean, it, it's it making that decision. It's like, I am going to live my soul purpose. I am going to know my soul purpose. I am going to embody my soul purpose. Really bringing that in, that frequency into your space, because you're telling your subconscious, you're telling the universe, you're telling everything that's in alignment with your soul purpose to show up for you. And so by making that decision, you're just setting it down. You're like, I'm going to do this no matter what. And so that dedication, that decision aligns you with it. Mm-hmm. And it starts to call in the markers of, yes, I need to be going to do this. <laughs> yes. And, and then the second thing is to trust, is to cultivate the trust that this is happening, that it's happening, that because you're even thinking about the fact that you have a sole purpose, that it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> was part of the plan that you had this thought. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and it's really a frequency gain. You know, we're, we are vibration. We are frequency. And so when you create that mindset, you create this ability to trust. And it trust, you know, it's, it's a journey. And to know and to trust that it's a journey that some people, boom, want to know, and boom, it shows up. It comes into their conscious mind. The people show up. The experiences show up. And then other times, it just takes longer time, depending on where we're at in life and what we've got going on in our, in our emotional bodies and our physical bodies. And so to trust that you are beginning the process. You are going through it. See, and I'm one of the impatient people who wants it to be here now. <laughs> But I found that my guidance counsel um, knows that I need to to move into a little more gradually. (laughs) Yes. And I mean, so did I. You know, it wasn't until I was 30, I think it was 35 when Metatron showed up for me and said, okay, here we go. We're going on a ride, you know. (laughs) And it wasn't, it's not until just now, you know, six years later, almost six years later that I'm truly stepping into a deeper part of the work and I know that it's going to keep evolving it's going to keep changing and so just as we make many changes in our lives that's this it's the same process and so just trusting that each with each step that you take with this decision that you're going to walk it that it's going to happen and start listening you know start doing practices that really allow it to come forth meditation you know taking care of the body and that's like the next step is health you know we really have to be mindful of how we're treating our body as you want to step into your true self your true nature the body needs to be supported our nervous system needs to be supported Um, our nervous system is what's really bringing this information through, right? It's the, it's the information channel from our brain to our body, but also from our energy body. So any stressors that we have, any food issues that we're having, we really need to look at those and say, okay, not only, not only am I dedicating myself to my body, to my purpose, I'm going to dedicate myself to being healthy. Yeah, exactly. 
So I know you offer guidance to help support people as they walk on this journey. Why is it important to have somebody walking along with you who's maybe been down this road or (laughs) been on a journey somewhat similar because our journeys are all quite unique? (laughs) Yes, so that you can do this in a graceful way for yourself, you know, so you're not in confusion, you're not in struggle, you're not in, you know, uh, maybe a fighting mode with yourself, you know, it's really to deepen the experience of who you really are, and having support to even know how to treat your body, how to go through the process, it it makes it so much easier. I've had many guides along the way in the physical and in the non-physical, and I'm very grateful for all the support I've had, because I don't know if I'd be here in this space to be at my at such a capacity to help others if I didn't have support and guidance and I didn't reach out to help with emotional issues I was having or mindset issues I was having or physical you know issues that I was experiencing yeah. so and to know we're not alone this is a collective the awakening is, is a collective experience so yes support is one of the key things to do for yourself to move into your soul purpose Beautiful. I know you brought a tool along with you as a gift for our listeners today. Would you like to share what that is? Yes, sure. I uh, recorded a meditation to just bring in to your body, bring into your mind, bring into your energy body a way to step into your soul purpose. So it's a nice, beautiful, guided, short guided meditation to bring you into that mindset and to help awaken it in your, in, your, in your space. And also we'll be uploading a PDF to just go over some of the information uh, that was spoken about with dedication, trust, and health here as well oh. to guide you. That's beautiful. And so if you're interested in getting your hands on Kristen's meditation, you can go to sovereignself.media and there is a gifts section for all of the guests and we've got her up on the top of that list. So you just trade your name and email address and you will receive that download for your use. It's been such a pleasure having you with me here today. Well, I truly appreciate it. I, you know, this I feel so deeply to um, be a presence here on this earth and support to to people in this awakening process. So I appreciate having the voice, uh, <laughs> the voice here with you. So yes, beautiful. So that wraps up our conversation here with Kristen today. We've got some exciting stuff coming next week in that I will be doing a live session on the air, which is something I've never done before in this format. So it'll be a big experience for all of us. Um, So I really look forward to seeing you all here next week at this time. And so thank you for joining us here on Sovereign Self, and we will see you next week. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 